Previously on Super Movie Ball. This is Mac with the Super Movie Ball podcast with an SOS. I repeat, SOS. We have movies, TV, and video games, but it won't last long. We need your help. Please send help. Well, that's that. What are we gonna do, Spew? Same thing we always do, sir, Peter. Oh, yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Super Movie Ball. I am your host, Mac. How's your Friday going, or whatever day you're listening to this on? I think it's going pretty good. I've got a special guest with me to here today. He hasn't been on the show since we talked about Spider-Man, I think? It's Jake from Grandma Talking. Jake, what's up? Hey, it's me. It's Jake from Grandma Talking. <laughs> what's going on, Jacob? Oh, you know, just living life. I'm enjoying... Pokemon things. Are you? I'm enjoying uh, Avengers things, Star Wars things. <laughs> Have you been enjoying Sonic things at all? No, <laughs> quite the opposite, sir. Oh, uh, really? Do tell. <laughs> well, you know, it's it. The reason that we were inspired to do a episode on a video game adaptation is because yeah, they released. Well, I mean, for a couple reasons, but one of the things is that they are releasing a major video game adaptation in Sonic the Hedgehog. Right. And uh, an entire controversy has ensued where it was so immediately loathed by everybody that now the studio has said, we're going to go back, we're going to change the model for Sonic that we made. It's not going to look like a strange, emaciated boy in a terrible (laughs) costume anymore. Uh, But now that makes me feel bad because I know that animators are going to have to work right. overtime for probably no more pay. Right. Although you did hear uh, a delicious rumor, a conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah. What was the that? Con- is I, I, certainly not Share true, that right? with the people of the internet. They want to know. Yeah. The conspiracy theory, aka the theory that will make people feel better about demanding that they change the, the oh, uh, model for Sonic is that the studio, or like the animators knew it was bad. Uh, it's based in some truth because Sega has been battling a little bit with Paramount in how the character is portrayed. That much is true. So there's this conspiracy theory that they made it bad on purpose so that there would be backlash and they could push back and use the, you know, kind of traditional Sonic model that they always wanted to use. And they've already got it in the can. It's not going to take a lot of extra work. I think it's just to make people feel better for complaining so much. Well, including me, because I was a person that complained. I, well, I also was a person that complained, mostly because, look, I'm not the hugest Sonic fan. I, I grew up playing it like everybody else did. Sure. On Genesis and Green, Dreamcast and all of that. And they Game never Cube. did get to the Sega revelation. Oh, yeah. It's outrageous to me that they stopped after Genesis and didn't go to the Sega 
Exodus, Leviticus. <laughs> Numbers. We didn't get a we didn't Deuteronomy. get a Sega First Corinthians. <laughs> first Corinthians. <laughs> it would have been good when you Coming got out, to the First ones Corinthians. With... Can you handle it, Corinth? <laughs> I don't think so. You sin it too does much. what Nintendo's First <laughs> Corinthians. That's right. Uh, Sega Romans, baby. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Sega Romans is not a bad name. That's that's not a bad name. It's very specific, but hey, it's all about niche <laughs> audiences nowadays. No, I, I Sega always has been. <laughs> I'm not a big so- uh, Sonic fan. My biggest thing was like, okay, you've had a problems with video game adaptations, which I have to mention by the way. Cinema Slop, if you don't know, if anybody listens to that podcast, they've been on the show a lot. They're doing a whole season of video game movies. What are we doing? Yes, I told them I was like. I appreciate you because they know I like video games and I'm like I appreciate you guys doing this but are you sure and they're like yeah it's, it's gonna be great and I'm, and now they're like oh my god what is what even is this you know it's quite a quagmire so it is there's a ton of video game movies that are just not good everybody knows there's a bunch of people who think that you can't make a good video game movie I totally disagree I just think the right pieces haven't fallen into place but my point is, you've had a problem with video game movies, and this movie just seems so lazy, almost to the point where it's, it feels like it's on purpose, man. I, don't, I know it sounds weird, I know. but it's like, there's no way! In this climate, there's no way that they, they're not aware of how bad this is. There's no way that they put that out and we're like, nah, it's good. It, you'll see. It'll be. It, it's like Hop 2. People like Hop. Don't worry. It, it's gonna be good. Well, what's always strange about these sorts of things is like, it's not like video games don't have stories. Some of them don't, but right. It's not like they're trying to make Tetris the movie. They're, they're trying to make <laughs> Sonic the movie, which notoriously, like the fan base loves the stories in them, and they've had, you know, CGI, fully rendered cutscenes since 1998. Right. So it's not like there's nothing to go off of, and that's what's kind of odd to me is that the video game adaptations almost never strive to cater for people that already like the thing. They are, they strive to cater to people who have no idea what it is, which which makes sense in a way, but I think, as well, we will see with Detective Pikachu and the movie they're talking about today, that it's sometimes better just to make it for your audience that already exists. Yeah, I, I would say two, two things. I want to respond to, because you said a lot there. One, sure. they're, tr- they're casting a wide net, and that's obvious. I mean, that's just like Sales 101. Try to cast as wide a net as possible. I read about that in Sega Matthew through John. <laughs> Matthew through John, very just, very mainstream. I don't know. I don't really like it. <laughs> yeah. I hate to be a hipster. They were a little mainstream. <laughs> I hate to be a hipster, but I'm more I'm more Malachi than I am Matthew, all right? So don't, <laughs> you know. That indie stuff. It's, it was, that's right before they hit the mainstream. They, that's when they were the best. But no, uh, <laughs> Sonic games have gone downhill, um, and that's not a pun, but it should be. I didn't think. About it. Oh boy! But, like they've gone down the green hill, and <laughs> green hills on, and they just—they're sure. not as popular, and they're not as beloved. I would say in this day and age, as Pokemon. Pokemon is very beloved. You can say what you want; it's for kitties, and oh, you don't you like your Pokemons? And oh my goodness, what you can say what you want about Pokemon. Those games are rock solid. They yeah. stand the test of time. Dare I say? They are awesome. Wow, you d- you dare to say something as bold as <laughs> Pokemon games are well, awesome? Hey, you know Very there are people out there that are just like Pokemon's stupid. Like that's for kids, and I never even well, liked it when I was a kid. You know, there's people like. Oh yeah, I was gonna um, get into this later, but okay. um, some reviews have started to come up. 
I, I won't lift the veil on what we're talking about today because that is the host job and I'm not the host. But some like reviews have come out for Detective Pikachu. Oh, really? They're largely positive. It looks like it might be the first positively reviewed video game adaptation yeah. that exists. Obviously, Wreck-It Ralph exists, but it's not an adaptation or something. So no. what's amazing is it is still just like the original Pokemon movies, the, the review section, like all the top critics are just old white men <laughs> who have not, who still think that like Pac-Man is the only video game that exists. And You're so, sounding like, like a I, little bit like Brie Larson there when you say that. No, I'm joking. Oh, I'm joking. well, I'm I strive joking. to sound like Brie Larson every day of my life. And I, uh, so like a couple of these reviews, they like they hate Pokemon. They don't understand it, but they try to make Pokemon puns. So like uh. this one review from Rotten Tomatoes is from is from the Associated Press and says this one just feels like a venal money grab from a mega corporation. You've played Pokemon Go, right? Call this one Pokemon Don't Go. And mm, another that's review lazy. from USA Today says. Your feelings about Pokemon Detective Pikachu probably hinge on if you can tell a Squirtle from a Bulbasaur. No? Then you might not care one Jigglypuff. What? Which doesn't make any sense. What? What does that it, even it, mean? It, it feels like <laughs> a person who was born in the 1930s trying to... Not someone who was born in the 1930s, someone who grew up, like, and their music was jazz music, trying to write about <laughs> rock and roll. Like, you won't believe how loud and distorted these guitars are. These kids, where's the melody, am I right? It's like Johnny Carson making Beatles jokes, kind of. Uh... It just seems like that's an insult to Johnny Carson because he was fantastic. Except for when he tried to make Beatles trip. I know what was up. And only then. What was everything else was unimpeachable. (laughs) That's right. It stands the test of time. No, I think I think I did mention this because we did like a primer episode. When I say we, I mean Cinema Slop. I was with them. We talked about video games. I was like, actually, I think. Oh, on the movie primer. (laughs) Yeah, on the movie primer. It's not based on a video game, but it's very good. Even though it's a little dry, <laughs> but you should watch it. And the time travel, unlike Endgame, makes total sense. No, I'm joking. <laughs> oh no! Actually, Endgame time travel makes sense. You just it's, yeah, it kind of does. It does. It actually we talked does. through it on Grandma talking about. I think we figured out that it does make sense. It does make sense because it's two different things. It's like dimensional and time travel at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of cool actually it's it's gonna create some really good stuff and i can't wait to see what they do with loki because he totally got away with that cube so oh man Spo- we didn't put any spoiler alerts for endgame at the beginning of your podcast you know what Unlike if you haven't seen Spider-Man endgame by trailer. now <laughs> if you haven't seen endgame right now by now then uh, too bad for you you deserve to get spoiled i'm sorry feel like if you're not in that much of a hurry to see it then you don't really care about getting spoiled. and that is that that big of a spoiler it's not that that there's time travel no well not there's time travel but loki gets away oh i don't know well i've seen it and that i still feel like i was spoiled <laughs> I, i'm sorry that that i watched was kind of a spoiler to be honest as it was unfolding i felt like this is kind of spoiling the movie i, I don't really care what was i talking about uh, what you're talking about was... Oh, we did a primer, primer. And, and what I said was that Detective Pikachu, which they didn't even know that it was um, a thing. They thought they were mixing two different things, like Pikachu and a job. Like he's, a, I was like, no, there's actually a game series called Detective Pikachu. Um, yeah. So I said that's actually it's sitting pretty on popular. my shelf right across from my friggin' face. I heard it's really good. I haven't played it. Yeah, I haven't played it either, but Christina was really into it. 
Oh, your wife is totally into Pokemon. Yes, came, she really is. When I came over to play um, Smash, she Smash? was she could not put that thing down. Yeah, she's just playing her DS. Playing. <laughs> she's playing, to, and she before she met you, she was a normal person and not into video games at all. And you have corrupted her. <laughs> I have. I've I've rotted her brain with these these push buttons these kids are playing. Come here, let me show you, little girl. Oh wait, that's what my grandfather called video games. He called them push buttons. And he push called them push buttons because he's from Ohio. Which one? It says like, wash your hands. Yeah, the one that you know. He says, wash your hands. That's my dad. George my dad Bush. said washes. <laughs> washes, bushes. Washes. He washes the bushes. He washes the bushes and the pushes the burton. <laughs> Are no. you quoting Team Rocket in disguise rowing a boat? <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> oh, that really caught me off guard. Sorry, that was really funny. That was really funny. <laughs> I uh, aim to please. Total spoiler. Okay, so anyway, it looks like this movie's gonna be awesome. Detective Pikachu is gonna be really awesome. It's gonna yes. it's gonna be a lot of fun. If anything, it's just gonna be a lot of fun. And I think a lot of people um, who are not fans of Pokemon or just have like a cursory knowledge of it will be able to jump right in and be like, you know what? I really like this movie universe. I can't wait to see what else they do because I think this is just the start. So. Oh, yeah, I agree. I think they're going to try to make this a thing and I probably so. try to do like a proper Pokemon trainer story next time. Like kind of do the first season of like Pokemon indigo squad or whatever yeah but as a movie like maybe like with ash ketchum what if they run across ash ketchum or or brock or misty what if they run it or do you uh, i'll bet they're movie. in the movie i'll bet there is a there's got credit scene where you think they're gonna whatever the main it? character of this movie is is like uh hey i'm gonna go off to see my friend Ash Ketchum in the movie. Ends. And he like stares right at the camera as he says it. Yeah, and then he points at the camera and he's like, you're going to come into the next one, right? You're going to be here. That's right. No. All right, we should get into this because there's there's not a whole lot to unpack, but I do want to talk about this. But real quick. There is not a lot to unpack about this movie. <laughs> That's what I said. There's not a lot to unpack. But, you know, uh, I still want to talk about it. I want to get into it before we get too sidetracked and forget why we were on this uh, uh, recording. Uh, but real oh, quick. Well, I have a question for right. you. Maybe uh, you were going to ask this and you can cut this out. No, not at all. Okay. But <laughs> what is your relationship to Pokemon? Uh, my relationship to Pokemon. Have you accepted it into your heart as your Lord and Savior? All right. Let me do spoilers and then we'll do it. Okay. This alert is to inform all crew members that we are currently entering a spoiler zone. If you wish to avoid spoilers, please disembark now. Welcome to the stadium. Get ready for the ultimate showdown. Mew versus Mewtwo. Bring all your skill. Bring all your courage. The Pokemon match of all time. Is here. Training is over. Catch it. Pokemon, the first movie, and the mini movie Pikachu's Vacation, now available on video cassette and DVD. With the never before seen story of Mewtwo's origin. 
an exclusive sneak preview of Pokemon, the second movie, and an all-new Mewtwo game card inside specially marked video cassettes and DVDs. Pikachu! Spoilers, I'm in. Alright, now, um, my relation to Pokemon is this. I heard about this um, RPG that came out, and I was way in RPGs ever since middle school, which would have been the early 90s. Yes, I'm old. Um, and, you know, because I so love... So you're really in prime, prime time. I am. Here, here's the thing. Um, long story short, I love Squaresoft. I love Enix. I love mm -hmm. computer RPGs. Grew up playing them. So to me, it's just like another RPG series. I don't see it as this kid thing. Um, right. Now, I will say this. I bought, in 98, I bought blue and red because I heard you had to get both in order to get all the monsters oh, inside. That's how they get you. Yeah, that's how they got me. I think I was about 17 or 18 when it came out. And yeah, I was older, but I was like, to me, I was all about that Game Boy Color. I took that thing with me everywhere. I, I had a job. Oh, man. It stayed in my messenger bag on my lunch hours. I'm playing like... I don't know, like Tetris, Dr. Mario, Link's Awakening, and Pokemon or something. Any, I was playing anything. It didn't matter. And I You're thought it was tugging at my heartstrings, right? On my nostalgia, bone. dude. Game Boy Color. I whip my Game Boy Color out, and I just would play that like nonstop. I, I was yeah. all in about that. And I thought it was a great RPG. I thought it was so different. It was not in, you know, medieval times. It was modern right. day. It was in this weird world with all these creatures. It's not swords and sorcery. It's not swords and sorcery. It's not like ultra futuristic. It's just kind of cool and you get to catch these uh, creatures and you get to train them and then they change if you want them to. And it's it was a, it was very fun. It was a lot of, it was an incredibly addictive, incredibly addictive. Okay, so after that then it became a phenomenon it was already i found out later like a year or two that it had been like a phenomenon in japan and then they were like well we'll bring in this to the u.s and of course it was a phenomenon it just took everything over it took everything and then all of yeah. a sudden it's for kids and so i had to kind of like you know hide it not hide it but i was like you know i was not people asked me like have you played it i'm like yeah i played it i was like it's great i was like it's great. yeah it became associated with it being a kid's thing it, yeah and like when you're 20 years old do you really want to say you're like, I'm not a kid. <laughs> well, I'm not a kid, and also you don't want to be creepy. I have a girlfriend. <laughs> you don't want to be creepy. Like, you you play kids' games? That's kind of weird. Like, <laughs> you play Candyland? That's kind of weird. Like, you're really well, ultra Well, especially indie. in those times, there was, like, a real push towards, like, um, video games for kids are different than video games for adults. Where now, right. there's such, like, everybody understands that, like, I, I think the primary target audience for, like, a new Mario game is probably the adults that grew up playing Mario game. That's probably the same thing for Pokemon. Like it still appeals to kids, right? But I think there's more understanding. But in the it's '90s, like, in particular, it was like this is for adults. This is cool. Yeah. This is for kids. This Why aren't you like, playing Halo? You know, that's that was right, what's going right. on. I'm like, because this is a really good RPG that's really deep. And exactly. Fun. So I. But after that, um, I I played. Uh, was it Crystal? Silver and Crystal. Is it that is that the next ones? What are the next yeah, ones? so Silver and Gold Silver and were Gold. like the next generation, and then yeah. Crystal was kind of like the special edition that combined yeah. elements of both. So that's where I fell off. That's where I okay. fell off. And then I, I got the fire actually I have the fire red version sitting right next to me on the shelf. Of Pokemon. So you I got have that the on GBA. Remakes ah, that got the, the remake original. on there because I was like, okay. eh, I gotta get the remake. But 
I, you know, I play Pokemon Snap. I did own, own Pokemon Snap on oh, N64. I love that game. I got so people good. addicted to that game. They're like, this game is stupid. They're like, all you do is take pictures of Pokemon. I was like, yeah, play it. And they're like, this that game is- That was my introduction to Pokemon. Oh, was it really? Okay, it so works. what's yours? What's yours? Tell me about yours. So basically, that's it. And then I kind of fell off, but I still love Pokemon. They're fine. It's great. And I watched the cartoon yeah. a little bit. So when Pokemon first entered the scene, I was in elementary school, mm -hmm. which was the prime age for Pokemon fans. That was what the card games and the uh, video games were trying to appeal to. Did you ever play the and card games? So, so I never played any of it. Mm. Uh, but I remember, like... It became such an obsession that it, the card game was banned at our school. Really? And my distinct memory of Pokemon was somebody had, because there's all this, like, you know, mulch on the, but not, like, actual mulch. Like, that kind of, like, pellet stuff they put on playgrounds at elementary yeah. schools. So underneath, like, the playset, the kids had, like, dug out, like, this pit underneath the kind of, like, jungle gym playset thing. And we're playing, had like an underground Pokemon ring going on. And what? like other kids would go down and watch the game. This is one of the most vivid memories in my entire life. It was the coolest thing. It was, in my mind, it's like the beginning of Dr. No, where like they introduced James Bond. It's like, <laughs> I'm watching kids like play Pokemon. That um, is a crazy thing. You had an underground Pokemon card. There was an underground Pokemon ring. The that chief is... was there trying to win his money back. <laughs> Because he bet the wrong way on 9-11. And the... That is yeah, insane! So you it was crazy. The, the hands down, the coolest elementary school ever. It honestly kind of was. It was. I went to... And you wouldn't think Yabonk. it, but like... I went to Mill Valley Elementary, which is like in the middle of the country in Columbus, Ohio. But all our teachers were hippies, and all the kids were really... They're apparently and gangsters. And, 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 and just gangsters with Pokemon cards. Yeah, so that was a thing that I was not allowed to play because, I don't know, this probably would not have been on your radar, but there was this thing that happened with the TV show where, like, kids... There were some kids that watched it and got seizures. Oh, and yeah. there was also I this scare of, like, Burger King had a toy tie-in promotion and kids were choking on it and dying, which, obviously, I was too old to be choking on toys and dying, but it was still just, like... There were a lot of parents at the time that were like, Pokemon is bad. We don't really know why, but just, it's bad. Uh, <laughs> don't do it. So I never really played it. I didn't really care. But later in life, like when I was probably after high school, I picked up Pokemon Snap for N64. Okay. Because I just, I love the N64 and I was a completionist. And I got like a boxed copy and I played it. And I was like, this is so fun. Right. And uh, I got... Uh, what was the latest game at the time for DS, which was Diamond and Pearl. Okay. And I liked it a lot. But the one that really got me into the series uh, obsessively was X and Y for 3DS, which is pretty recent. Okay. And it was uh, it was the first like 3D game in the series, and it introduced a lot of quality of life improvements that just made it more accessible if you'd never played one of them before. That's cool. So now I like... I immediately went back and I bought all of them. I played all of them. I bought like link cables from like Game Boy to Game Boy Advance to no, DS, you didn't. so like I could, yeah, yeah, so I could like transfer awesome. them all. So I, for a while, I had like on Pokemon X and Y, I had like stuff from Gen One, and now it's all 
you know, on the Pokemon Bank app on the 3DS. It's all modern. Wow. But what's, what's weird with me is I was like this with Star Wars, too, where prior to starting our podcast, I, even though I was an obsessive Star Wars fan, obviously, because uh-huh. I wanted to do a Star Wars podcast, I had never read any of the books. I'd only seen the movies. And I was obsessively into the movies, but anything extracurricular was not interesting to me. That's kind of crazy. I th- I th- about I know. the Star Wars thing that you had never read any of the books. Yeah, because uh, you're real an avid thing. reader. I'm an avid reader, which is why I avoided the book. Like I tried to read the book, and I was like, "These are trash. I'm too good for this." <laughs> and now we just read books all the time on our show. That's all you do, and and that's how that's how they get you. But, I'm not sure who is, but yes, I don't know who's getting me, but they got me. <laughs> totally, I'm, buying, got I'm paying money to buy books. <laughs> what a scam. <laughs> um, I'm supporting the dying print industry. Uh, You're not so, yeah, the only I, one. I, I have never seen any of the anime outside of like the pilot of the Pokemon cartoon show, oh, which okay. I watched somewhat ironically on Netflix several years ago. So I'd never seen this movie before, oh, but I remember okay. it was a huge deal. And yeah. in that in that aforementioned neighborhood where I grew up. There was only one movie theater in Marysville, and when Pokemon, the first movie, came out, there was a line profoundly long, like, blocks long. This movie made a lot of money. Oh, my God. It cost, like, $5 million, and it made a ton. It made, like, almost, like, $200 million. I'm sure they funded money. I'm sure they're still funding the show today with the money they made <laughs> off of this movie. Like, it's it was outrageous. But I remember it was a huge deal. And that's just the theater stuff. When it hit video, I think it did even bigger. Oh yeah, come on, that was VHS was. So just did you big. see this in the theater or no? Oh, no, nope, n- never saw it. it until we did it for this show. You've never seen? Oh, that's right. Okay, you just said that. If I was listening better, I could, I could follow that. Yeah. Be a better listener. Now I talk a lot, so it's hard to keep up. With <laughs> it is hard I'm to saying. keep up because you do speak real fast. No, I speak fast and I mumble and I. There's too much of it happening. Take the marbles out of your mouth, Mendelssohn. <laughs> the Marble <laughs> Studios. <laughs> Man, you are just full of them today. It's awesome. This is great. No, I saw this movie in the theaters. Oh man. Tell me about uh, this. I would I, see. This is forever gonna be recorded, and I'm I'm not Good. gonna be able to this down. I was 18. <laughs> Good. Well, I'm 27 or something now. I took my mom and my sister to go see this movie. <laughs> now your mom is younger than you. A lot of people don't know that. People don't know that. It's a weird paradox thing. And your sister's I older. I don't like to get into it, but my sister yeah. is older than me. So we went. My mom got in there, and you probably didn't watch. I don't know. The version you have had this part where Pikachu and a bunch of Pokemon do competition stuff. Pikachu's vacation. Yes. Thing. Uh, it's not on the video version that I watched, but, but you it's, did watch it's it. It's like a short film that aired before the movie, right? Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. Okay. In the theater that aired before the movie, and as yeah. soon as that thing started up, my mom fell right asleep. <laughs> she fell immediately asleep and was like, yep, I'm just going to sleep. And my sister's like... This can be nap time for me. My sister's older than me. She's like four years older than me. She leans over and goes, can't we just go across to the other theater and go see, I don't know, whatever was that? What's, 90, what's a 98 movie? I don't know. 
Armageddon or something <laughs> like whatever whatever what movie came out the out. year before Phantom Menace I don't know I don't know whatever movie came out irrelevant uh, who doesn't know I was like no I was like I love Pokemon I'm not going anywhere I was like we're watching this movie I'm into these games <laughs> I started watching and even I was like because there's not a whole lot of talking it's just <laughs> there is not they, well especially in the short Pikachu's vacation it's just Pikachu and a lot of uh other Pokemon, and it's just like, Bulbasaur, Bulbasaur, right, <laughs> Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. And you're like, oh, ooh, did I make a bad decision here? So I think I made a bad decision. But then the movie started, and so then, you know, we got human characters, and everybody's, you got proper dialogue. So I can proudly or shamedly, I don't know which yet, say that I saw Pokemon, colon, the first movie, colon, Mewtwo Strikes Back. Which is the this movie. <laughs> Be proud. Yeah, I want to talk about the title first and foremost, which is that <laughs> this movie this is thing. called Pokemon the First Movie. And, and so that's what I knew it as, which always struck me as a little hubristic. <laughs> right. The first movie, like, obviously there will be many moments. There's going to be more. true. Which is true. They, hey, there was they no stopping that train. They totally called their shot. They called their shot, and they're still freaking making Pokemon movies. They still today. are. That's right. But I mean, don't you wish starts. Indiana Jones was called Indiana Jones One? Just I mean, <laughs> just, <laughs> Indiana Jones the first movie. Indiana Jones One, just you know the yeah. first movie. There you go. That'd be ballsy to do. I, it I would. Hope somebody does It'd it be one of these days. Then like so, there's like kind of like a prologue, and then it cuts to the title, Pokemon the first movie, and then it says Mewtwo Strikes Back as like a like a title card to just a traditional animated show. <laughs> And I was like, oh, this is just like a couple episodes of a show that they smashed together. But now I don't... But then, watching the rest of the movie, I don't know if that's true. No, it's not true. Because it's an actual feature. very cinematic. It is. They they went all out for this. They went all out. Well, yeah. Go ahead. Well, it's weird because the opening is really cinematic. The, like, prologue with the origin of Mewtwo. Yeah. Who is and the clonelings. The villain and one of the more iconic Pokemon. And then there's the title sequence, and then there's a cartoon, like, Batman the Animated Series title card. And then right. it cuts to the narrator from the Animated Series saying, Ash and Brock and Misty were sitting at a picnic table and you're eating like, whoa, lunch. Whoa, 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 and I'm like, what? So it's just the show. But then he doesn't show up at all until that. the very end of the movie where he's like, tune in to the television program on Saturday mornings. Get your kids to buy Burger King on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> on your way home, go to Burger King and then go to your local Target and get Pokemon cards and probably they've got some games there in a Game Boy Color. <laughs> Support Nintendo. <laughs> the funny thing is, is that he's in the um, the short, so I don't know why when they package this for video, it's a separate thing, but they put it, they should have put the short like they did with the theatrical thing, because you hear the narrator for the um, the short, and oh, it's tie so, okay. it all together. So, out of nowhere, and we have to mention, it has a cold open, and Jake and I, I'm pretty, I'm going to speak for you, Jake, we love a good cold okay. open, because we're bonded. Sure we do. Hot open, not interested. Not hot open. Get those credits out of here. I want a nice cold. Just drop me right into the movie. That's right. Get me right. You know, for example, Star Trek Into Darkness features them going in a volcano. Too hot. Too hot. It's a hot open. I don't. It's a hot open. That's not exactly what I'm talking about, but I also agree with your point. Yes, too hot. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) The cold open lasts for 22 minutes. (laughs) Okay, it felt long. I wasn't positive, but I was. 
I paused it. I started it. it this morning and I was like, what even? I th kind of thought it would kind of get right into the action. And this is really going on for a long time. It's going on for, and it's like two prologues smashed together. Yes, and because it's redundant because it, the second one cancels out the first one. It totally does because it's like, okay, here's the scientist that created him. And the scientist goes on a exposition dump and it's like, well, Mewtwo is cloned from... Uh, Mew, and we took his cells and we made him stronger, and you know, to make him more permanent because I'm gonna bring my dead daughter back to life. And you're like, all right, all right, we, we get right. it. Right. Then he dies <laughs> because Mewtwo blows him up. Yes. And then the rocket team leader comes out, and he's Giovanni. like, Giovanni. Giovanni. He comes out, and it's like, you're gonna be with me now. And he's like, why should I? And he's like, cuz. And he's like, all right. <laughs> right. Yeah, it really is kind of like, well. Trust me, I'm a, I'm a pretty cool guy. Mewtwo's like, all right. No, wait. my name's Giovanni, and he's like, well, I don't need any more evidence. And then he gets blown up. Yes, so the, the, the introduction, starts. there are two prologues. So imagine, like, in The Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, if it opened up, and there was the whole thing with Sauron, but then they were like, but then there was another battle. <laughs> but then they just described basically the exact same thing happening, and it ended still with the rings being divided up. And you're like, what? so why did we need both of those? It's the same thing. We're like, the first prologue and then there was starts Jr. with the creation of Earth and Pokemon. And it also says... It, says it does! And, it says humans and Pokemon have sought the meaning of life. And I want to know which Pokemons are searching the meaning of life. But as far as I know, they are not, like, sentient. Like, they don't... They're sentient only to the degree that they're, like, pets. Right. And, or like, wild animals. None of them have jobs, really, or talk. I disagree because Chansey works in the Pokemon store. Oh, that's true. Store, or that's the Pokemon true. center and heals Pokemon. That's true. But I'm just I saying, I don't, you don't see them doing TED Talks, is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, maybe you see a Machamp working in a mine somewhere, but he's not He's not hosting the show about the mine. Or is it that they are just, like, downtrodden? You know, they're second-class citizens. Are really well, that's why you should play Pokemon Black oh. and White, because those get into the ethical treatment of Pokemon. Does it really? Pretty cool. Yeah, they see, have these games really, are really the cool. That's kind of a cool It probably has the best story of all the game. Okay, so anyway, so, like, yeah, so that prologue happens. A guy tries to create cloning, and well, it has not black only that, and white flashbacks on top of that in the prologue. Yes, so there's a scientist who's like, I'm going to create a clone of the most powerful Pokemon. He creates, so he takes Mew, which is this inexplicable floating cat Pokemon. Yes, basically. Who is sometimes underwater and sometimes flies. And creates bubbles. He's also. a magical cat that just uh, whimsy is his superpower. <laughs> yeah, his power is being really cute. Yeah, and he does being a good job. impossible to get in the first two games. And he absolutely impossible. Basically, clones him, creates a more powerful version named Mewtwo. And the whole thing with that is that Mewtwo is, is psychic, becomes sentient right away, realizes how powerful he is, realizes that he's a lab experiment. Even though he just came to life and wouldn't know what a lab is. He doesn't know. And then he has to ask questions like, what is laugh? What is light? What is yeah. human? And then he's like, he's I'm like, taking I'm over. not going to be a lab experiment. <laughs> <laughs> so, and he starts quoting Shakespeare and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Right. Yeah. It kind of is that level of a jump. It is. And so then he destroys the entire lab. And then a different guy comes up to him after he destroys the lab and is like, hey, uh, I can help you to control your power. And he's like, okay. And so Giovanni creates a really cool suit for him, 
which seemingly only existed to sell toys because after yep so he helps out the evil guys team rocket in kind of stealing pokemon and stuff but then he once again becomes so powerful that he sheds the cool suit and just flies away and destroys that lab and you're left wondering why within 20 minutes he destroys two major facilities <laughs> from a storytelling standpoint Giovanni should have been the guy with the dead daughter. And it should have just been one lab that he had to destroy. Exactly. Just combine (laughs) these two. I don't understand why. Because we see him, and the the first lab is on an island, which looks very cool and RPG-ish. It looks like the (laughs) Triskelion from Civil War. It really does. Which is like the... No, that's not the Triskelion. It's the prison that's like underwater, but like pops above ground. Yeah, the raft. Yeah, 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 the raft thing. Yeah, it does. It totally does. And so it blows up, and you're like, oh, wow, he blew that up. What's going to happen now? Well, he joins them for a while and then blows them up. And then the movie starts. <laughs> yeah. And then the movie he starts. just does his origin again. He does his origin again. He's like, for those of you not paying attention, you kids in the back. <laughs> if you guys walked in late, you here's what happened. Here's what's happening again. right now. I just love it, man. I love <laughs> It's great. And, it, and the funny part is, Mewtwo kind of has a point with being heated with the scientists. Yeah, no, I, I think that's what was unexpectedly kind of cool, is that Mewtwo immediately has an interesting point of view as a villain. Yeah. In that he was created as a laboratory experiment. He was created to basically work with humans and destroy things. And he's like, wait, no, why are we obeying these humans? Pokemon should rise up. Right. We don't we, need to work together. We don't have to so, do this. He, he really does have a cool motivation, and aesthetically, he has a, a great design. I mean, I, I think, we haven't talked about this, but it's it's animated. It's Let's break it animated, down. And I think it looks really great. I think the animation's actually pretty good. It holds up really well. I was kind of thinking that it would just look like cheap. Like a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, but it's really smooth, and like the kind of like Charizard versus Mega Charizard that happens later is a really cool, epic battle that like spans... All these different environments and it's, it's really a lot neat. of fun yeah it's it's really good no they put they go they, all out with the action in this one they go all out with the action and they put a lot of money on the screen because it they do it yeah. doesn't look like it and you can see some parts it's early cgi but for the time it, it stands up like some of the doorways they open and it's CGI that was really strange and like the, some of the like the rotations and stuff like that yeah, like when they have like readouts of the Pokemon on the screen, it's yeah. like a CGI rendition. But it, it doesn't look out of place. It looks like that would be on a computer screen. Right, right. But it's when fun. it does like just a door opening in CGI, it kind of reminded me of like Treasure Planet where they're, Disney was experimenting with integrating CGI and 2D animation. It's like, now why did the door have to be computerized? I don't know. I Actually, I've never seen Treasure Planet. What? Oh! <laughs> I'll come back and talk about that because that is one of well, that's my not their first time doing it. It's in Beauty ever. and the Beast. Yeah, and it's in Aladdin too. That was the first time it was really in there. The whole carpet escape scene. No, it's in Beauty. Beauty and the Beast came first. It was in Beauty and the Beast. It's in the opening. Is that scene. true? Did Beauty and the Beast come first? It did. I promise you. Well, I feel foolish for saying that, and I, I retract my previous statement. No, you're all right. <laughs> I saw both. I did not perjure myself. I was ignorant. (laughs) Constable, take him away. No, it's it's the animation. They put the money up there, and it looks fantastic, and it's really uh, a lot of fun. But the movie starts. There's two different title cards. There's like, hey, pocket monsters, and then the next one's like, okay, here here's the real one. That was just like 
a regular title card we get a title card we have to put in front of all the pokemon movies but this is the title card for this particular. yeah so depending like it, i was trying to read through the wikipedia entry the like bulba garden pedia thing the pokemon wikipedia <laughs> there's so much lore behind just even the title of the like you can oh, really, really go down a rabbit hole with this movie. Oh, I didn't go that far. And it's always very interesting to see the differences in translations between things. It is. Cause... Because uh, guess what in Japan is just called the Pokemon movie, which is a better title. It is Pokemon, a better title. Pokemon, the first movie, colon, Mewtwo Strikes Back. I don't... What is the reasoning behind the first part? You know what I mean? Like, the Pokemon, movie. the movie... Well, the Pokemon, the movie makes sense, right? That's... Okay, yes. it's Pokemon, the movie. But why the first movie i have no idea i you know what's weird is they did that with the doug animated movie um that nickelodeon produced it was called doug's first movie and there was kind of a thing in animation at the time of being like any kind of animated movie that was made was like this is their first adventure but guess what there's gonna be more right. i have not ever done research into this but there, it seems like it was just kind of an american thing at of trying time. to insist upon every animated thing being a property that would persist for a long time. Right. That's pretty, you're probably right. One thing I did want to bring up, when Mewtwo joins Team Rocket, yes. he takes out an Alakazam. He does. And when he throws him with his psychic powers, his spoons bend. Yes! And I was that like, was important to me. That, that made that me laugh, and I was like, nice touch. I was like, nice it touch. It was great. Nice because touch. that's what happens when you defeat an Alakazam yes. in the game, is his spoon's bend, and then he goes back in his Pokeball. I love it. And I was like, oh, I was like, these guys care. I was like, these guys actually care. I was like, that's nice to see. I love it. There was a lot of good meta references if you play the games. Like, there's a yes. couple times when Team Rocket is looking at the computer readouts of Pokemon, and the one says, who's that Pokemon? Oh, I love that part. Which was a thing that they did, like, in the interstitial, like, commercials yes. of the TV show. I love it. I love that they did the callback of, who's that Pokemon? And I was like, oh, that's genius. I was like, It was good, so yeah. Good. Um, was like, I, that made me happy. I was like, oh, my little black, horrible bitter heart was like did like a couple of beats and i was like oh it still exists <laughs> <laughs> the cobwebs suddenly were swept away the cockles of my heart were slightly from your corpse that day <laughs> yeah one thing that is kind of weird about it being called pokemon the first movie is i thought well this would be good for me as somebody who's never really watched the anime or watched any of the movies because like this will be a good introduction into the world of pokemon but no nope. it really is not at all it's very inside baseball it starts out with the deepest lore and then <laughs> it cuts to uh, some random narrator who's just the narrator from the cartoon show yeah who's like Next that's only there in the pokemon. beginning and he's like see ya yeah then like it just starts out like ash Ash Ketchum, the main character, he's already a Pokemon trainer. They're yeah. in the middle of some mission that you don't know anything about. Picnic? I don't know what to do. What's going on? I thought it was a picnic. I was like... Yeah, uh, they're like sitting at a picnic table in the middle of a field. In the middle and of a field. And then some like Team Rocket or Team Skull guy comes and throws... And starts a Pokemon battle. And there's just... there's in some like uh, kind of Final Fantasy-ized version of the pokemon cartoon theme song plays in the background it was very it's jazzed just, up it's real final fantasy 13 it's time for a sidebar 
<laughs> it's real, like, Have you been saying somber that and been serious, but fun. Oh, you've been playing 15. I've been playing 15, but I played through 13 earlier this year. I stopped at 12, but that's not because I didn't like the series. I just ran out of time. I don't have any time. I anymore. just downloaded 12 for the Switch. I can't wait to test it out. Oh, yeah. I heard they just re-released that. Yeah, yeah, they released all of them. So I'm finally playing Final Fantasy 7 for the very first time. Oh, you've never played 7? No. I... All I, I know is that Eris dies at some point. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. But And I'm uh, already sad because I like her. Well, you'll like her a lot when you play through it. I really think that game is am amazing. It's not my favorite Final Fantasy movie, but it's the, it's the one that brought everybody to the mainstream of RPGs, JRPGs. It holds up really well. It's really fun, and the storytelling's good. It's really good. I think uh, its previous uh, release, 6, is my favorite one. But yeah, that's just it's me. it's that's really good too. I played that on my SNES D Classic. Yeah, it's it's a it's my favorite. That's just boy, that was quite a tangent we just went on. I don't care. It's my show. And we yet do still apropos to the RPG genre. That's right. Getting back, what's what is another great RPG? Pokemon. There, back on track. Boom. Sure. <laughs> so Speaking clean. Of great RPGs, Pokemon. <laughs> Speaking of that, the <laughs> that's made. the roughest segue ever. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Rough segue here. Rough, rough segue. Rough segue here with the weather. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound like somebody's name. It sounds like it'd be like a dog, like McGruff. The, the, <laughs> I always said McGruff Stay the off. time dog, which <laughs> is even better. A time traveling dog. Listen, kids, time traveling's dangerous. Do you I'm want to become your own grandfather? <laughs> I'm McGruff the time traveling dog. Rough transition the time dog <laughs> is not a terrible idea for a character. <laughs> okay, we're having way too much fun. Okay, so during the credits, we must cease the fun is right now. <laughs> this is apropos of nothing, but during the credits, I had to stop it because it said I thought it said industrial light magic, and I was like, what? It certainly did not. I was like, ILM work on this movie. I was like, what? <laughs> and they made that one door, and it was <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it says oriental light and magic. Which is no, it does not. Yes, it does. Yes, that's it does. racist. Of them and if you to name the company, then well, if they're you tell them they're a bunch of East Asians, <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I will. I'll write. I'll write a exist. strongly worded letter. And guess what they've done? All of what the Pokemon movies. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? If this is any indication, they, I'm not they making do good this work. Up. You can look it up because I was like, let me look them up, and they're still. Oh, I believe you. They're still in business. It, I was like, Oriental Light and Magic. I was like, I don't like that. I don't like and that. Warner Brothers more than one reason. This movie are they releasing Detective Pikachu? Warner Brothers. Oh, that's a good question. That is a good, good question. Because I'll tell you right now, scrap the DCEU, start the PCEU. <laughs> well, somebody already made that comparison, which oh. I said before is that Pikachu, Detective Pikachu, is the MCU, and Sonic is the the, the DCEU. The DC. Well, that hurts my feelings as a fan of both. Oh, yeah, it is. It's Warner Brothers, uh, Legendary, and Toho are the production companies behind Detective Pikachu. So, yeah, Warner Brothers. Good for them. They, need they should a drop hit. it. They do need a hit badly. Because that Fantastic Beast isn't working well, out for them. Do they? Because. I guess they're doing okay. Aquaman kind of killed it, and Aquaman Shazam Shazam did pretty well. Was made so. for like $5, so that made a lot and of money. Wonder Woman made a lot of money, so I don't know. I think. I, think, we're I think Warner Brothers will be fine, but I think they should make more animated movies. I think so, too. That seems to be the thing that they always did well. I'll tell you this. I saw Teen Titans Go. Go? 
the movie? Yeah, I, I haven't seen had it yet, a lot but of I heard fun it was fantastic. It. I had a lot of fun with it. I thought it was really good. I heard it's I, great. I heard it's comparable to like the Lego movies. Yes, it which is. are great. Which is also Warner Brothers. It's time for a sidebar. Objection! It's also Warner Brothers Lego movie. I was this is this tangent. Can we go? I, we have a tangent theme on this. It doesn't sound like us, but sure, let's do do a tangent. <laughs> it, we we're so strict on everything. We never that diverge from the path. Was skeptical about the Lego movie when it came out. And I was like, eh, people were like, it's good, you should watch it. And I was like, alright. So I finally watched it when it came to home video or whatever. And man, that movie is so great. It's great. It seems like it'd be a corporate cash grab. Right? I'm sure they made a lot of cash, but boy, was it a really great movie. It was a really great movie. Cash grab them. And my wife, cash grab them. Gotta grab them all. <laughs> that sounds really bad. That's not good. Shut it down. Let's just, shut it we're gonna down. Do, we're going to 30 Rock and shut it down. <laughs> all right where were we at back well, on we're track. at the very beginning of the movie we're at the, but well, that's the, okay because this, not a lot happens i was gonna say there's only about 40 minutes left in the movie at the yeah. very beginning <laughs> so I think the actual good. movie consists of about 45 minutes of actual story <laughs> no i so team rocket shows up i i've watched bits and pieces of the show so they're yeah. my favorite but just mostly because they're they're both named jesse and james and which is just great and They're great. They're like the Russians from Rocky and Bullwinkle. What are their names again? What? Jesse and James. No, but Rocky and Bullwinkle. What are oh, the Russian Natasha guys? Oh, Natasha and Natasha Boris. And Boris? Yeah, Boris, Boris and Natasha. Boris and Natasha. Yeah. They're like mm. Boris and Natasha. Pretty but much. then they also have a Meowth as a fun... Uh, which I love Meowth. Sorry. He's great. He's so so explain to me this, because I, I have not watched the show. Why can some Pokemon speak perfect English and some cannot? Oh, because TV show? Oh, I see. Because <laughs> Meowth can speak and just have conversations in English with Team well, Rocket and everybody. Well, at the beginning, in the prologue, yes. At the, in the prologue, they're like, what? No Pokemons can speak. And then there's like somebody in the back, except Meowth. <laughs> right. <laughs> Is that true? No, I wish. Oh, that should have. That would have been a really great addition. I know. It for some been. reason, Meowth can actually talk. Because they're like, what? You two can speak? No Pokemon can speak, and I'm like, but per but Persian can't speak. The evolution of Meowth that Giovanni has. This yeah. is we need to contact the higher authorities about this kind of. There's thing. no consistency in this uh, canon here, but that's all right. It's fine. It's all. It fun. doesn't matter because it's, it's all fun. delightful. We're all it having really a good is. time. It really is. It really is. But cash grabbing them. Cash grabbing them, and Brock the ladies' man. And Brock the ladies' man. Brock <laughs> knows all about the Pokemon Healing Center girl. He does. What he's her in face love looks like. He's, he's in love with everybody. I get it. And also, are his eyes open or closed? Because <laughs> <laughs> so, they also closed. Inexplicably, so d like Ash has a fun battle with a guy, and it introduces the audience to the concept of a, a Pokemon trainer battle. Right. And then in Dragonite... As if he didn't mailbag know. comes, and he's like, hey, here's the plot of the movie in, in my hand. Check it out. And then <laughs> they watch you. a hologram. It's like, you need to come to New Island. <laughs> okay. Which is the actual name of the island. It's, right. It's, I have a beef with this uh, world, the Pokemon world. Why is everything on an island? <laughs> Well, don't play Pokemon Sun and Moon. You'll really have a Why is everything games. on an island? I don't understand. Everything is on an island. 
the lab is on the island. video games because a like ocean is a better natural barrier than like an invisible wall. Yeah. I think that's honestly where it springs from. I know. I, that's that's a stupid beef. I'm just And then it has I'm to doing a bit. extend to the show cuz it isn't the same thing. But yeah, so basically, I was confused by this particular plot point. You said you like this, except for you keep repeating the statement. I was confused. Well, I like... <laughs> once I got into it, like, once it gets past this part, and we get to, like, Team Rocket doing fun, like, uh, Viking accents and stuff, yes. I was really into it from there on out. But yes. the whole setup is really weird. It's like, hey, come to the old wharf... So that you can then go to New Island and be the best trainer around. Right. That's always the point of the show in right. the games. It's just to be the, the the best that you can be, as the theme song yeah, says. So they go. Well, you got to be that. the very best. You got to be the. Ve- I'm sorry. You have to be the very best. So they go to this like sad military barracks where all these kids are sitting around their Pokemon, <laughs> and there's a storm. Right. Like, your trips are canceled in New Island. You can't go because of nature. Yeah, it's like there's been some natural like disaster that's flooded the whole town, and everybody's going to the community center. Yeah, it's basically because... like Hurricane Katrina, and they're like at a disaster relief shelter. <laughs> exactly. And everyone's just sad and like, we can't go on our fun trip. And I'm like, and all the Pokemon hey, are kids, sad. Pokemon. <laughs> and the friggin' nurse, like the Pokemon healing nurse, is just gone. She's been missing for a while, so sorry, your Pokemon can't be healed. They'll just be sick and tired for a long time. <laughs> this movie's real sad. It's point. it's really sad. And then they're just, uh, some of them stand up and are like, I don't need a boat. Let's go. And <laughs> we then literally they're... only use a boat like one time in the games. Otherwise, we just ride our Pokemon. Just ride our Pokemon, man. Let's get over there. Let's get over there. So that's what they did. They got the HM Swim. <laughs> HM Swim. Is that the name of the shit of the boat? No. They, no. <laughs> I wouldn't HM. put it past this movie. <laughs> or I'm sorry, I said HM, but I think it's a TM. A trainer move, Swim. You can teach your Pokemon to move Swim. I thought you were like Her Majesty's Swim. <laughs> <laughs> Her Majesty's Secret Swim. Her Majesty's Secret Swim. On Her Majesty's Secret Swim, the best. I like to do a donkey petal. That'd be great. Uh, that'd be great. No, so yeah, Team Rocket shows up and they're like, I've heard it, heard it, heard it. Yeah, they boat. do Sven, uh, Ren's cousin from Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> Sven. Uh, they, they do like a Nordic silly accent. They disguise themselves as like canoe boat captains i don't know i was laughing so hard i couldn't i just was like i don't know what's going on yeah it's just like a fun farce we're like will i take you to the island (laughs) and then the storm is too great would you like some salted fish (laughs) right some swedish fish and then the all the all of our heroes ash misty and brock have to use their pokemon to swim yeah it's a lot of fun the boat capsizes it's a lot it's exciting it's exciting because it is and it's really well animated it's really well animated and it's like okay only the best are gonna make it there because it's kind of a test like you can get right away that it's kind of a test like i wish like 
I wish like Illumination Studios put one ounce of this level of effort into anything they ever did. You really hate. Okay, sidebar. It's time for a sidebar. Objection! <laughs> Cue the sidebar music. You really hate Illumination Studios. Explain. No, I do. I Not don't that you like need them. to. Not that you need to. My <laughs> hatred is irrational and completely founded. I, I don't like You don't like Tic Tacs having their own film? Well... By which I mean Minions? I saw the first Despicable Me and thought it was a movie that I saw. It was fine. It had some fun parts. and Right. I thought... I think that the Minions themselves are the most lazily designed creature. I like to draw and I like to draw you, specifically. You're a doodler. Like fun. I'm a artist. doodler. I'm an appreciator of doodles. <laughs> and I... I just can recognize the fact that it's literally just an oval with an eye on it. It's just Mike Wazowski from Monsters, Inc., but a Twinkie instead right? of a circle. And it's just the fact that they've b built their whole brand on this very lazy animation kind of bums me out. And then, like, when they did The Grinch, it's full of, like, pop culture references. and Oh, it's really? Not, yeah, it's just not good. I don't like them, and I, it terrifies me that they're handling Mario, which is my favorite game. Are they, wait, series. back up! Are they? I didn't hear this. Are they? They're doing Mario? They have the rights to Super Mario Brothers. And no, Nintendo they don't. Is working with them on a Super Mario Brothers movie, which no. I like the fact that it will be potentially competent, unlike the original Mario Brothers movie. But it scares me that, like, I don't know. Adam Levine might do a pop song in the Mario movie or something. Yeah. Well, just be prepared that there might be some of that stuff might creep in. <sighs> I don't know. You know what I mean? If they're smart, they won't. They'll. They won't do any pop culture references. And Here's they'll what they'll do if they're smart. Yeah. Is they'll make a Paper Mario movie. It's a great it'll, style. It'll translate really easily to animation. And Those it's games a great are already story. Really funny and have stories that you can yeah. adapt to a movie. It would be the smart move because. Why don't I have a job as an executive in Hollywood? You should. I you just should made be, you a bajillion dollars. You right should there. be. <laughs> you should be the production of that and just be. I'm a white. I'm unqualified. Why am I not in Hollywood? <laughs> 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 Why are you not on it? I don't know. That's a good point. <laughs> let's, let's, let's lobby. Let's let's get Twitter going on that. Hey Twitter, let's come on. Let's tweet at uh, Nintendo and Illumination. Let's get Jake hired so he can fix the Mario movie that's not out yet. <laughs> that I know nothing about. I have no something. reason to think it will be anything but great. He has no background in animation. Uh, he has no. Now, now that's not, not entirely true. Are you not? I oh, really? Have attempted animation in my schooling life, and I figured that was my dream when I was a kid was to do animation. And then I really, did it, I didn't. And know I was that. like, this is way too hard. But I do like drawing <laughs> characters. Oh, I didn't know that. The animation what, sucks. What like actually animating is really <laughs> difficult and repetitive. Yeah, it takes a special kind of person to do it, and I'm I'm not that. I You're do not that. It's just like movies. anal and repetitive. It's like okay, uh, we got to move this arm one millimeter. Let's go ahead and draw that, and then you'll okay, get yeah. If you're millimeter. doing like in betweens on animation, that takes a real kind of brain that I just don't have. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we're talking about. Back on mainstream. Well, we're talking about the boat and the capsize, and they finally get to the island. Here's where things get incredibly confusing. I like that we get to see the different Pokemon like Staryu and Squirtle helping Ash Yeah, we the get game. to see them using their abilities. Doing which their is abilities, a lot of fun. which is a lot of fun. And then what's the big dragon one? That's like Dragonite? a Dragonite? 
Is that his name? The one that delivers the letter? No, 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 no. The one in the water. It's like a sea dragon. Gyratus. Is that his name? Okay, I can't yeah. remember. It's been a while. Been I'm a while. right. I for, you, you're right. Well, I always pronounce it right. as Gyratus. And then in this movie, they pronounce it Gyarados. I always thought confusing. it was Gyarados, but well, that's all right. Gyarados, which is Spanish for Gyaratu. <laughs> Gyaratu. Gyarat 3. Gyarat 4. Mudos is the name of the Pokemon in, in Spanish. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll pronounce it Gyrados. That's what we're going to do. I like it. But they, but Let's they do that from now on. We're doing that. It's official. Stamp it. Repeat it. Double it up. <laughs> so they get to the island, and Mewtwo's totally in charge of the rebuilt island. Which yeah. I, didn't, I didn't really realize that until later in the movie. I was confused as to, so why is this, like, she's called, like, a princess, which I don't think is true, but she's, by, by that, I mean... Oh, hang on a second. My computer went to sleep. <laughs> she is, it's hinted that she is the healing center Pokemon lady in disguise. Right. But then she's like, no, that's not true. And it's never followed up on again. Well, no, they they do. They do. Do it they? I, it is her. I may have been on my phone through <laughs> certain parts of this Really? Movie. During I this know. movie? During How could this, you? This epic. Um. Well, cause okay, I'll tell you the part where I kind of drop off, cause I nearly okay. fell asleep. Cause I watched this late at night, and I probably shouldn't have done that. It's where <sighs> we're skipping ahead, but it's when the the clones come out and fight. The attack of the clones. The attack of the clones. You're right. She does come out then. And then I fall asleep, and I'm like, that's I'm like, oh, it kind of drags. Actually, after they see get that here, was the best part of the movie for me. Like I think once oh, really? they get to this island, it's good stuff. I think the story is really strong, and the emotion is really strong. And uh, with, I think it's good when they get to the island, but with like the that, exception of one particular song choice, I would oh, argue. Oh yeah, what was that song, brother? Oh, I know exactly what song it is, and I have comments from the right, YouTube well, video of that song. Do you want to do it now, or are you saving it? Uh, I'll save it. Let's save it for the point in the movie. All right, so what, so what? where are we at right now? So, so we're at, like, so when Ash and the gang uh -huh. get to the island, Team Rocket's also there, and they're kind of all exploring. It, it ends up kind of being like a scientific laboratory, and the big revelation here is that there's all these gigantic, like, test tubes, like, amniotic right. chambers with yeah. clones of Pokemon in them. Now, Which are kind of cool, was, actually. It was cool, but what was weird to me, and I'm coming from the games, and I don't, okay. I don't necessarily know the lore of the show, but, like... Meowth or Pikachu is not that's not the only Pikachu in the entire universe. Like Pikachu is a species and there are many of them. Like Pikachu is a mouse. That'd be like saying, I have a cat. What kind of pet do you have? Because I have the only cat in the entire world. <laughs> like Right. So the fact like if I had cat cloning technology it was like, oh my god, now there's gonna be all these cats. It's like there's already a lot of cats. So that was confusing to me. Like, why do we need to clone species that already exist? But what ends up being revealed is it's like it's not just cloning, like yes. Mewtwo. It's it's cloning them and then enhancing them. 
somehow. And giving him with, creepy war paint. You sprinkling, <laughs> yeah, giving him war paint and sprinkling science dust on them and making them magically <laughs> That's powerful. basically it. Not to be confused with sprinkling tear dust on Ash Ketchum. To no, save his life. not at all. That is completely different. Spoiler alert. You cannot mix those. It's volatile. No. Science <laughs> dust and tear dust are very different. Just very different. You cannot do it. <laughs> Back away. My my favorite part is when, uh, okay, Mewtwo's like uh, dialoguing and he's like, or monologuing and he's like, he's like, yes, and humans are evil and I am a trainer. And so we find out he's like the first uh, trainer that is a Pokemon. He's a Pokemon trainer who is a Pokemon. Yeah, and I so like that. Detail. That's like mind blowing. And you're like, what? Everybody's like, that can't be. You can't be a trainer. You're a Pokemon yourself. And he's like, screw you. He's like, I'm a trainer. And so I'm going to take over. You guys, nobody can compete with me. Yeah, and he says, like all trainers, I started with Charmander, <laughs> Bulbasaur, and Squirtle. But and I the crowd been. erupted with thunderous applause. Like, yeah! I'm sure, you. yeah. Yeah. But, but he has, like, what is now in the games would be, like, a mega evolution <laughs> right. of the Pokemon. And so he's monologuing, and then he stops, and uh, Pikachu goes, Pika, Pika P, Pika KK, PP, <laughs> Pika Pika. And he goes, I should make you read that for the British off. And then he goes, So. You say I am wrong? <laughs> like, yeah, so he understands Pikachu's language. <laughs> even though he... Well, see... Mewtwo All you had to do was go have Pikachu go, Pick a P, right? And then... But no, right. they have like him do like a whole dialogue. And he goes, Pika? Pick a P? Pick a P. Yeah, he does Pika the P. equivalent... <laughs> like He does the same length of dialogue as if he said the actual English words. It was like Baxter from Anchorman. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that is exactly what it was. Back and I started laughing. I was like, I was like, what? I was like, why did he have to talk so long? Why? <laughs> it could have been like three seconds. That's really funny. It's really um, funny. Yeah, one thing that, that's smart that they do, smart because it makes sense for his character, and smart to save money, is that Mewtwo is a psychic Pokemon, so he never moves his mouth. He like communicates to everybody psychically yeah. like, through their minds. So they never have to animate Mewtwo talking uh, which is a genius idea if i ever start working for illumination studios i'm gonna make all the minions psychic so all that gibberish <laughs> is just in their heads that would it would make them better it would make them a lot cooler <laughs> it would make it would expose them for their psychosis and insanity make them a lot cooler i'd be on board i'd me watch too them. i'd watch them so the best part of this move so like we're getting because down go ahead yeah, because Mewtwo is a, a Pokemon Pokemon trainer, he challenges Ash, Misty, and Brock, <laughs> as well as, like, Team Rocket, and inexplicably just some other Pokemon trainer who's there, who I forget his name. Uh, Doesn't matter. He challenges them to, like, a Pokemon battle in a really cool Pokemon arena. Yeah. Uh, and it was neat, because, again, this is my first real audio-visual representation of Pokemon thing that I've seen other than the games. So I'm like, oh wow, a Pokemon Stadium. <laughs> like I was like a kid in 1998 like, oh wow, that's what it really looks like when it's not all pixels. Right. And uh, two plain thing. Yeah. And there's a Pokemon battle versus Mewtwo's like mega evolved Pokemon versus Ash's like Charizard and Squirtle and 
Pikachu and all that. It's a lot of fun. It's really good. The best part is Charizard, Ash's Charizard, fights Mewtwo's Mega Charizard. And they have this fight that like goes out of the stadium and into the sky, and it's really well animated. It's really well animated, and it's wonderful. It's great. A, a it's lot of anime is like kind of choppy, like a lot of um, modern uh, DC animated movies that they do. Like, oh, they don't yeah. have enough animation cells to right. complete it's the frame. frames. So yeah. So it's like a little. It seems like an animatic for an actual movie. <laughs> But this it's is not that bad. But yeah, I know what you mean. It's not that bad. But this is this felt it was like it's like really smooth and crisp and exciting, and I, I was really into it. I was into it. It was really good. <laughs> okay, here's my thing. Sidebar. It's time for a sidebar. Objection! Are you into anime? Not at all. Now Are you I not am. into anime at I've all? I've seen this, and now I'm the biggest anime fan of the world. No, you're not. <laughs> Be quiet. Not really, but I really did like this. But so you're not an anime fan? You've never watched? I'm not an anime fan. I've never okay. watched any anime television show. I've never seen are, any. Are you anime just not movie. into it, or are you actively like opposed to it? I actively am opposed to it. Um, quick pause as my wife is walking in the door. <laughs> anime is not my thing. I was a real snob as like an art student, and I was like. Anime, the whole point is that everybody has to draw the same, and that's so anti-expressionist. I don't know what I was saying. Anime is fine. I just, I've never really delved into it. Yeah. I don't love that it's a distinct style, but there is different styles within anime. There are. I'm an ignorant American. It is. It's not for everybody. It's just one of those things. I just was curious. I was just was curious. That's all. Yeah. So this was really, in, in a lot of ways, the a first lot of firsts. anime I ever experienced. A lot of firsts. The Charizard fight. The really, really crazy good. part that happens is, so all of the trainers try to fight and they lose. And then Mewtwo cheats. And he's like, I have secret black Pokeballs with eyeballs. On yeah. Them. And they are just gonna steal your Pokeball. And and as a even if they're person, in Pokeballs, and as a person who plays the game, if you fight a trainer and try to take their Pokeball, they swat it away, and you get a text box that says, "Don't be a thief." <laughs> and so I knew that this was illegal what he was doing. I said, "We need to call the judges. This is not regulation Pokemon training." That's right. The judges and the take him to the people's court. The Pokemon's <laughs> the court. People's court. <laughs> Dun, dun, I was dun, trying to think dun. of a uh, Pokemon that rhymed with Judy, and I, I couldn't do it. <laughs> Judy? No. The Judge Charizard Court? Chancy. Judge Chancy. <laughs> but, yeah, so he, like, sends this, like, crazy army of floating evil Pokeballs that start stealing everybody's Pokemon. And yep. this, I thought, was the best scene. One of the best scenes in the whole thing is like everybody has been captured. All of Ash's Pokemon have been captured except for yeah, Pikachu. Yeah, Pikachu. So there's this whole uh, like uh, chase scene with Pikachu avoiding these Pokeballs. And it's really good. It's really tense and it's well animated and it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun and Ash just is like not giving up on Pikachu because it's his first one and he's like, it's my first Pikachu, you can't take Pikachu. Yeah. And of course it's a fan favorite. 
especially if you watch the uh, the show. He's never not adorable too. Like Pikachu is just always so fun and cute. Yeah, he's doing like the chill, and he's like <laughs> yes. electrocuting all. I loved it, and he, they kept doing it because all the the little evil Pokeballs were chasing him, and he just was like chill, chill, chill. He's like, yeah, it was, it was really great. I thought he was trying to impersonate a train. <laughs> choo choo. What what? <laughs> a trainer. <laughs> Christina made that joke. Copyright Christina, twenty nineteen. There we go. Twenty nineteen. Um, Stamp it. Double it. Oh, and our our real life Pokemon Echo the cat is in front of my face right now. He's being real. Echo, cute. what are you doing, buddy? Talk hey, to buddy. me. Echo was. The are you star ever going to get off the island? To episode of Graham off talking. If you listen to the bloopers, and they do. They all he do. was on mic being very loud. He was being super loud. It was great. It, it was amazing. Laugh. It made me laugh. Uh, Echo's pretty cool. I met him in real life. Humble brag. Yeah, he's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically... Good man, a fellow American. The clones are released. <laughs> the, the, the clones are released. Because they capture all the Pokemon and they come out. So, like you said, Attic of the Clones come out. And, yes, Attic of the Clones. And so this is... They're all slapping each other and literally slapping each other, which is great. Because Pikachu's like slapping his doppelganger. And it's fun. And so then they realize, yeah. we shouldn't fight each other like this. And I'm like, wait, you, that's kind of the whole point of Pokemon is that they fight each other. And kind of, I'm a little Okay, confused. now you skipped ahead a little bit, which is that... I did. Yeah, like Mewtwo like, unleashes all these clones. And then, and I, I just assume you're going to insert this song in post. And it's important to I have to, to now. I have to. It's important to do this. This really, really late 90s acoustic guitar ballad plays <laughs> about brother Who why are this? we fighting what is war and isn't it so bad that we fight and if brother, we could just all get along the world would be better <laughs> now I why can't everybody eat couscous and wear hemp sandals I mean come on is that the protagonist of Emperor's New Group now I I haven't seen I, that either that's upsetting to me. I know. Now, you're not a real 90s kid like me. Um, you, you're okay. right on that one. Now, I have... <laughs> I, I, I just... I know YouTube. I know it. And I you, knew... You like this. I, you can't see I, my finger, but they're crossed. I looked up this song on YouTube, and I knew... Because this song is terrible, and this movie is really good, <laughs> but this song is unacceptable. And it's out of place. It's very American. Yes. It sounds like a Snow Patrol song or something in the middle well, of this movie. And it's so on the it, nose. Snow Patrol is a little better than this song. I, I can't confirm or deny this allegation. <laughs> but the top voted comment uh, on the YouTube page for this song says, You don't get emotions out of the movies like this anymore. Ladio <laughs> sacrificing himself. And actually staying dead for the sake of Latias in Pokemon Heroes was a hit to the heart. But this, this song, playing while Mewtwo's super clones lay into their originals without any intent to back down, Pikachu being the pacifist in this fight, and Nurse Joy speaking the truth about Pokemon not being meant to fight the way they were fighting right then and there, that's emotion. What? That's the top voting. I disagree. <laughs> Thumbs down. <laughs> well, the, the the best comment also is 
If you didn't cry during this part of the Pokemon movie back in 1999, and if you don't want to cry right now, you <laughs> failed as a 90s kid. Oh, well, then I told I utterly Which failed, is me. Man. I failed as a 90s kid. <laughs> well, do you have to be in the 90s? Okay, so what's the prerequisite? Do you have to be in the 90s to have originally seen it? Or it's, it, in general, no matter what, when you're watching this, whether it be now or 20 years from now, if you're a 90s kid <laughs> and you don't cry to it, you fail. What if you are a grown man that's 90, but that's a kid at heart? There you go. They you're literally a 90s kind of kid in that comments. you have the heart of a child, but you're, ni- you're 98 years old. Yeah. Like Benjamin of button fame. Now... Esquire. I did get teary-eyed and emotional during part of this movie. Oh, when it was, was not that? during the like uh, single that would play on alternative radio. I don't even know what this. That was like a, a song that plays during like an insurance commercial. Is like the only way I can describe. It's like the insurance agent like. Oh, writing out the claim when somebody's car gets wrecked by a fallen limb off a tree or something like Yeah, that. it really was. It was like during a commercial for like the Canadian Army or something. It was really just what? lame Canadian and Army. on the nose and sad. The part, so what it follows though, so like yeah. Mewtwo's clones attack their clone counterpart, counterparts of all the heroes that we love. So like there's an evil Pikachu fighting real Pikachu and... Obviously, as we read about in the YouTube comment, Latios fighting Latios. <laughs> that didn't happen, but um, <laughs> this, and it obviously is not the kind of emotion you see in movies these days. No, um, not at all. So what did get me, though, is that Mew, the little cute cat, and Mew 2 start fighting. They're getting ready to fight a big Yeah, why are they fighting? Fight. They're fighting because it's the end of the movie. Because and there Mew needs to be a It's just like a cute cat. He seems to recognize as a cute cat that he that this evil version of himself needs to be stopped. He's he's seen what happened. He's looking at all these computer readouts and he's saying this is no good. I don't like what I'm seeing here. I guess. He seems to be aware of what's happening. So they both go like Dragon Ball Z and like they're zooming towards each other with like animated just like background like splatter painting backgrounds and but then ash is so moved by the speech about how fighting is bad and we shouldn't be fighting which is true but it is weird in a video game series that is based around fighting (laughs) and they literally were fighting earlier in the movie and their whole goal of being a pokemon trainer is to fight the best but not like very best not like this not like this hashtag not like this (laughs) Not like so, this. Not clones. That's where I draw the line. Uh-uh. Clones. Not even once. So Ash <laughs> jumps between Mew and Mewtwo as they're about to, like, do a big, uh, like, Iron Man versus Captain America. And he, for some reason, so he gets hit in the crossfire. What happens he, to him? He turns into salt like Lot's wife herself. From Again, the Sega Exodus. From the Sega Exodus, as we talked about earlier. <laughs> and he falls down. He he basically turns into like a trophy from Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Like you get a game over and they turn into a trophy and they fall down. And this Ash. part of the movie 
I thought, from an emotional standpoint, was genuinely effective. I texted Christine, and I was like, why is this Pokemon movie trying to make me cry? <laughs> um, that part was genuinely sad. It's really good. So, so Ash turns into stone. He, he is ostensibly dead. He falls down. And Pika starts doing his cute little, like, Pika, Pika. <laughs> he starts doing his little cute little Pikachu noises, like, nudging him, like, You did that um, really good, by the way. <laughs> that was really good. Pika. Pika. <laughs> Okay, that sounds like he's, a monkey, but that's not he's, <laughs> he's really upset that he's dead. And so that and then he starts getting more upset and he starts like giving him like little electric pulses to try to like restart his that heart. That's so sad. That it's really, part really sad. Got me. I was like, this is traumatizing. I know. And we see Pikachu cry, which is the sad Pikachu meme. I never I didn't know it originated with this movie, but it, yeah. it did. And so Pikachu starts crying, and his tears are all sparkly, so I'm already like, okay, I know how Ash is going to come back to life. And (laughs) then not only Pikachu, but all the Pokemon start crying, even the clones that were so mean a second ago. Yes, they all start crying, and for some reason their tears (laughs) fly. They're very sparkly, their tears. Right onto Ash's uh, corpse. And if I'm Professor Oak, I'm thinking, wait a minute, I have harnessed a creature whose very tears can resurrect the dead. Hello, elixir of life. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Cash money, baby. Got to cash yeah. it all. If I'm Team Rocket, I'm thinking, okay, we got this all figured out. Now That's right. Now address this with a cheap cop out at the end of the movie. But <laughs> yeah, all the tears of the Pokemon bring Ash back to life. And I got to say, it was a pretty good moment. It was. It was. That was actually a genuinely moving moment. It, it was, was very much like being in the theater and like Tinkerbell turns to the audience and is like, if you believe in fairies, clap your hands. Yeah. It's and really good. Then you clap your hands and, and, and like Peter Parker comes back to life. I, <laughs> I for some reason couldn't think of Peter Pan. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Stark, I came back. And you're like, Peter Panker. What are you talking about, Peter? <laughs> um. No, well, they do establish earlier that um, the daughter of the scientist, Amber, because she does have this line that's, like, completely confusing. It's like, Pokemon tears are filled with life. Okay, what? gotta die. Bye. You're so right. That just blew my mind. This yeah. is a masterpiece of and cinema, I, well, and I'm going to watch it again right now. <laughs> I literally, like, typed right after the, uh, that comment. I was like, Pokemon tears are filled with life. I was like, whatever that means. I was like, what does that even mean? <laughs> and, of course, they set themselves up. So, you know. Uh, this is good writing. This is a good movie. They everything it's set up, payoff, baby. They got it. Rated the Lost Ark, basically. <laughs> this is screenplay one oh one. Yeah, Ash comes back to life and this movie is just like so wholesome and like Saturday morning cartoon. I loved it. That just at this moment of Ash coming back to life, Mewtwo's like, I'm not evil anymore <laughs> And <laughs> he a, Yeah, he, he's, and he's Mew, changed his ways. Yeah, he's like, he he flies off with Mew and all the clones, and he's like, I wish to seek to learn to love as you do. This is so inspiring. I will always remember this, but perhaps it is best that you do not. And then he gives him all amnesia, like a real thing. <laughs> okay, so why I, th- that part really confused me. I'm like, I why... Yes. I'm like, why? So we can just act like when they go back to the cartoon and like the 
um, yes. problem of the week that they can just forget what the movie happened or whatever and that, not acknowledge exactly it at all. Why. That's exactly <laughs> why. I looked at the Wikipedia and I, I think it is because, and I, I can't confirm this, so if you're a fan of the anime, write into the show at mac at gmail.com. That <laughs> yep, go ahead and do that. <laughs> um, I think at some point later in the show, Ash encounters Mew and doesn't know what the heck he is. Uh, okay. So this is to account for like something they've already filmed for future seasons. I, I'm probably wrong, but I, you're generally correct that it's like, okay, we can reset and do Adventure of the Week without having to explain right. the fact that there's been this, this really epic adventure change. where Ash died. Right. Hey, Ash, remember when you were dead? For what? Pokemon Tears <laughs> resurrecting the dead. Oh, it's so good. And that's pretty much it. They go, the, their it's memories wiped, it. back to the uh, mainland, their memories wiped, and they're just like, come on. And the narrator is like, oh, he wakes that's up. the end of the movie, but if you'd go to Cartoon Network next week, uh, there'll be another episode of Pokemon. Remember, kids, there's always new trading packs coming out, so <laughs> tell your parents. On, on the WB... On Saturday mornings, <laughs> you can enjoy I haven't thought about this the WB in after like 20 a rerun years. of a collection of Looney Tune cartoons and Animaniacs, and oh, ideally a new Justice League. Let's Looney talk Dune. about Animaniacs. Sidebar. Let's. <laughs> That'll be the next episode. We do All right, so we got to get through this. We're going way. Up. We have talked longer than this movie is even on. It's only like an 80 minute movie. <laughs> We've talked for. Uh, 500 minutes. We've talked for so much. 582,600 minutes, perhaps. So, on this show, Jake, on this show, we ask we ask the questions. I ask these questions of my guests. Okay. Do you recommend this movie? So, what's funny is that the, like, criticism of Detective Pikachu seems to be, like, if you don't know what Pokemon is, you're not going to like this movie. Which is, I guess, what I would say about this movie, which is that, like, if you have no knowledge of anything about Pokemon... Yeah. This is going to be confusing. It's it is. It'd it's be like very... jumping into Star Wars with episode 3. It's yes. like you have to understand the status quo. But as somebody who had played the games, I was able to catch up and be like, "Okay, I generally understand all of the things they're talking about even though I don't know who these characters are." But if and, you're coming in uh, cold, no. If you're coming in cold, this is going to be nonsense. It is. It Which is. is why this movie has a 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Seems I've seen harsh. much worse. That seems, seems very harsh. harsh. It's this movie. So, would you recommend this movie? With a probably with a caveat, I guess. Yeah, with a caveat, I really enjoyed it. I think it's really like good, wholesome fun. If you're if you have like a passing knowledge of Pokemon, it's like literally an hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah. Throw it on in the background. Occasionally, look up at the screen, and you'll enjoy the really good animation. Support good animation. Yeah, support good t- 2D animation, please. Which I mean, or- which I mean, don't support this the CG remake that's coming out this year in Japan. Well, I don't know. Or do I don't know? Maybe it'll be great. That's what everybody wants. Everybody wants to. Th- I have nothing against the CGI 3D animation. I don't. But I just. I don't. But I, I think just prefer this, 2D. There's something sacred about 2D. I don't think. I, I don't like this narrative that 3D is an improvement over 2d no i don't think that at all it's different i think yeah i think it's apples and oranges honestly i feel like video games got over this idea in the early 2000s like yeah they were like well, they 3D's realized it, like, oh, 2D's dead and you're like wait no, a minute there's room for both there's room for both 
yeah, the indie boom kind of changed that with video games. People realized, like, oh, there's still a place for pixel art and 2D and side-scrolling. Yeah, and... you can do some interesting things. Yeah, and I, I think that movies, animation in particular, is still in this place of being, like, uh, kids want only want 3D animation. That's what kids want. It's like, no, That's kids want a good movie. Well, the Pixar ruined that because it's like, people only want, you know, 3D animation. I'm like, right. well, no. People want good movies, and Pixar like, happens to Pixar, be good movies. Yeah, sure, so. that's fine. You know what I mean? That's right. that's what's going on. So I I getting back with what we're saying. I do recommend this movie with a caveat, Good. being that you have to one either play the games or be familiar with the TV series to kind of get into it because it does just shove you right in the deep end of Pokemon lore. Yeah, if you know the general idea of what Pokemon are, like you'll understand it. Yeah, yeah, you'll get it. But honestly, if that's the case, you've already seen this. <laughs> well, but not me. That's true. Well, you know what? That's true. I should. But say I'm an that. anomaly in, in most things in life. That I can attest to that as well. <laughs> <laughs> but another question we also ask on this show is: this for your average everyday moviegoer? Which I think we have already answered that. That's a no. That's a no. It's not. yeah. This is not for Joe Schmo. It's not. Even though because they probably failed as a '90s kid. You did. You totally failed. And which I passed because I saw this in the theater. Yeah, the criteria That's so is weird. that you've already seen it and I've cried as a kid. I got it. I was, I'm was i not a kid, but <laughs> technically, maybe. Sure. I was still living at home. Does that count? Yes. Well, you were uh, living in your home. Yes, you were living in my home. That was so weird <laughs> for that six-month period. But hey, you know, you guys yeah. finally moved out after you got the hint. Like, okay, we had a dinner party. It was fun. Now go home. <laughs> um, so where to watch this? You can watch it anywhere. You can watch it anyway. Yeah, I rented it's it on everywhere. Amazon. Because as you know, Jake, with this show, we watch a lot of weird stuff. So yes. I always have to tell people, hey, where do you find this? Eh, you can find this anywhere. You can watch it on YouTube and rent it. It's, it's good. It's good rent. Although apparently there are different versions of it depending on where you get it. There are different versions, but I think all versions are, are good. Some of them omit the origin of Mewtwo, which you wouldn't be denied much if you didn't have to sit through those 20 minutes. True. True. Very true. Honest, just imagine in your head an evil scientist creating a thing, and you, you basically got it. You got it. All right, that leads us to our next segment. Would you okay. rather? Let's play that okay. wonderful theme by your sure. co-host. Would you rather be a cat or be a dog? Would you rather only speak in riddles or in monologues? Would you rather never lose your phone or never lose your keys? Would you rather lose the ability or lose the ability to speak? It may seem like there's a lot of info we are trying to gather. I guess all we're asking is, would you rather? Awesome. Thank you. For Thanks, that. Riley, for being here live to play the theme. <laughs> That's right. Now you can go. Be quiet. Hey, sit down. Okay, Don't say you. anything. Hey. Stop it. Uh, what? All right. All right, Jake, would you rather? Um, would you rather get electrocuted for 10 seconds or get slapped 20 times? In this scenario where I'm being slapped 10 times, am I being slapped with electrocuted slaps? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say yes. I'm going to go okay. ahead and say they're They're joy buzzers. How many buzzers? times am I being electrocuted in the first scenario? <laughs> well, okay, so if you do your math, you got 10 times electrocution. Or it says 10 seconds. It's not 10, 10 times, seconds. it's 10 seconds. I'm going to say, you've been I'm going to get electrocuted. For 10 seconds. That's a lot of slaps Ooh. in 10 seconds. Yeah, I'm going to say. And it's with a joy buzzer. <laughs> I, I'm i going to go the first one. I'm going to get electrocuted. You're going to get electrocuted. All right. 
31% said uh, electrocuted. 69% <laughs> said get slapped 20 hey, times. So really? Yeah. Next 20 question. times is a lot of slaps. That's a lot of slaps, right? And take this as a person that's been slapped 30 times <laughs> in one go. Right, with a joy buzzer. After 15, it really starts to add up. And the funny thing is, it doesn't say where. It could be on the head, in the uh, midsection. I failed to ask the right follow-up question. In your boys, right in your boys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, next it's question. Just directly we... on the nose. On the nose. Uh, in in your in your butt uh, place. In your butt. <laughs> in your butt place. Uh, would you rather be hairy all over or be completely bald? Oh, definitely completely bald. I feel like if I'm bald, I have options. I have. I can get a, a piece. I can get like tattooed eyebrows. If I'm hairy, it's constant upkeep. That is constant. You would be I'm on starting at a pretty good place. If I'm at, uh, if I'm starting at bald. You would be our sponsor, uh, Harry's uh, Shave Club. Would be <laughs> no. you would be their number one customer. <laughs> you don't even know the name of your sponsor, which is Harry's uh, well, Razors. Well, no, it's Harry's Shave Club. It's the oh. combination of Dollar Shave Club and Harry's Shave Club. It's a new company. I see. <laughs> oh man, I wish we had sponsors on our show. <laughs> well, me too. I mean, yes. Uh, okay, so 62% said completely bald, 38% said Harry all over. Final question. Would you rather make a phone call or send a text? I'm a call kind of guy. I don't I don't love communicating through text. I like to have human interaction. I uh, mean, unless, anti-social media, am I right? Hey, you I'm, know what? You have all these kids with their screens... <laughs> Maybe look out at the grass that's growing in your front yard. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Forty-four percent said make a call. Fifty-six said send a text. Wow, that feels good to be in the minority for once in my life. Yeah, you're in the minority there. All right, Jake. Thanks for playing. Would you rather? But now what did I win? Um, Harry Shave Club. Okay, you win good, a whole special good. pack for your all your hairy needs. As you know, that's something I'll be able to put to good use. <laughs> yes. Because you're compl- you're like a wolf child. That's right. From the circus. Now wolf it's parents. time, <laughs> wolf parents. Oh. Now it's time for the Great British Off. Oh my God! I forgot Cue to send you a thing. Cue the music. Cue the music. Show me the money, you can't handle the truth. Get your monocle and top hat and get ready to laugh. Ah, forget it, Jake. It's the Great British Off. So, are, am I picking my own monologue and also your monologue? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, you're, you're picking your own, and then when you're ready for me to do mine, um, you can do mine. But let me explain the rules to everybody who doesn't know if this is your first time playing the Great British Off. The rules are more guidelines than anything. You can use any funny voice, but we encourage British. The guests pick two lines, one for them, one for me. You can do ad-libbing as long as the line stays intact. So you can add a governor in there or a bloke if it's, it's, it's fitting for the line. But it has to mostly the, the line has to remain intact. And you can, if it's already a British accent for the famous movie line, you can uh, do whatever you want. 
And then, okay, so the one for me is just me reading a thing. It's right? just you whenever you're ready. Okay, let me look up. Or as the British say, uh. in your own time. <laughs> I can't wait for you to listen to this episode because Riley made a really great theme song. <laughs> I'm really excited too. I can't wait to listen to it this week. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> Jerk. How dare you. I have a quote. Okay, I'm ready. Let's do this. <clears throat> the human sacrificed himself to save the Pokemon. I pitied them against each other, but not until they set aside their differences did I see the true power they all shared deep inside. I see now that the circumstances of one's birth are irrelevant. It is what you do with the gift of life that determines who you are. Good show. Good show. I approve. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. On board. <laughs> That was really Thank great. Thank you very much. That was really great. What do you think it's from? <laughs> uh, Pokemon, the first movie? Mewtwo Strikes Back? <laughs> You're so correct. Yes. It's either that or Pokemon 2000. I knew I could get it right. Yeah. Okay, I'm sending you a quote to read. Okay, here we go. I guess I don't have a part to read for myself, but you, I just want you to read it. Okay. <laughs> I hate you. All right. Uh, I know. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's all good. Okay, okay, give me a second here. This is always hard for me, because I'm ready until I'm not ready. I understand. So, I believe in you. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, here we go. <laughs> this always takes me a while. I don't know why. Here we go. Oh, oh, by the way, there's a typo. It says buff piece, but it's puff piece. I got that. Yeah, I got it. Okay. okay. <laughs> a daily planet criticizes those who think they're above the law. Is it a little hypocrite, wouldn't you say? Considering every time your hero saves a cat out of a tree, Writing a puff piece editorial by an alien who wanted to burn the place down. Wouldn't be a oh, you can. thing we could do about it. That was really <laughs> terrible. That was, I at the end, it like turned into some Australian accent. <laughs> yeah, it really did. I wasn't expecting like a Dick Van Dyke chimney sweep <laughs> accent coming out of uh, Do you know what movie that's, that's from? That's from uh, uh, Batman v Superman. Dawn yeah, of Justice. <laughs> yeah, which you said you were going to come on and talk about, but you haven't talked about. We're going to do it. It's going to happen. We're going to do it. All right, we'll see. I just have to really prepare my <laughs> mind and heart. <laughs> your heart? Your heart? You're so weird. My heart. Your heart, your heart hurts. All right, Jake, is there anything that you would like to plug before I send you away? <laughs> Please, for the love of God, listen to Grandma talking. It's a good show. We it really is. We need more listeners. It really is. We have a lot, but we always want more. Yeah. I've been on the show and like once or twice, and I, they barely released those episodes with some contention. <laughs> we barely released They were them. like, there. Ooh, we, we don't want to. I don't know. <laughs> They're there for all of America to hear, and presumably other countries. <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, we're popular in Sweden and Japan for some reason. I don't know why. It's weird. But hey, I'm not knocking it. Yeah, we have some listeners all across the globe. But it's a, it's a great show. It's a Star Wars podcast, if you don't know. Um, I, I love it. It's great. It genuinely is a fun podcast. And they If you want to listen to a good recent episode, we, we've started doing a thing yeah. called Fan Fiction Theater, where we find random Star Wars fan fiction on the internet and do a dramatic reading of it with fun voices like what you just heard. Actually, I have to say, the last one you did had a lot of production value and it was really, really, really fun. It was a lot of fun to listen to. Yeah, Riley is a good producer. He likes to put a lot of like me- like music. Well, you're good at voices too, things. so it's really good. Yeah. Don't knock yourself. Like, it's good stuff. Listen, it's good stuff. I, I do my fair share. All right, Jake. 
Uh, yeah, everybody follow Grandma Talk. You can find him on gr Twitter and, and Gmail. Grandma Talking all the way down. Talk in, not talking. That's right. So, no apostrophe. No apostrophe there, so, or no G either. Uh, but Jake, thanks for coming on the show. This was a lot of fun. We talked way too long about. We talked about a lot of stuff though, because we needed to catch up. We talked about video games. And Pokemon. I don't think one could talk long enough about this. Movie. Actually, I want to come back. I want to invite you back. This is formally inviting you back sometime oh when you God. get more time, because I know you're busy. Everybody's busy. Sure. To talk about your video game theories, because you promised that on our Cherry 2000 episode, and you didn't deliver. I did. I have hot takes. On you got some hot games, takes, so. so save them. Save those hot takes. I know they're hard to hold on to, because they're hot. Will do. All right. All right. Thanks, Jake. And thanks, everybody, for Thank listening Thank you, to. sir. Bye. <laughs> Bye. That's you all patched up, Maguni. Good as new. Thank you, sir. Might I take the liberty to point out that you have plenty of entertainment fuel for the podcast, but you have no foodstuffs readily available. What? I'll be fine. You worry too much. It's your turn to patch me up now. Although, strangely, my head doesn't hurt anymore. Sir, your head does not require patching up. Really? Good. It's one less thing off our ever-growing to-do list. I am afraid not, sir. Your head has been transmogrified into a VHS cassette tape. Wait... So my head's... what? There is some good news, sir. It appears to be a 12-hour tape. For real? Oh, wow. For once, things are looking up. You should release this first, because it's relevant. Okay, great. It will be great. But, yeah, so, but we should do it, because Pikachu, Detective Pikachu comes out. Okay, great. This is a great idea for a segment, and I wish we had thought of it. I'm going to have you do something weird. Okay. Go ahead and, like, do, like, five separate claps into your microphone. Oh, okay, sure. Right now. Sure thing. So you can see it on the awesome. file. Yep, thank you. Okay. It got makes it. it easy to line it up. You betcha. All right, I'm ready if you're ready. I got my notes. I'm ready to go. I'm hyped. I'm excited. I'm going to do my... Me too, man. I'm really excited. Are you? Okay, good. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm excited. Okay. All right. I actively am opposed to it. Um, quick pause as my wife is walking in the door. <laughs> What's up, Christina? Hey, Christina. Oh, Hello. Hello. <laughs> We're kind of winding up this, or winding down. You're kind of winding it up. Winding up, winding down, all around town. All around, inside out. Wow, your Good movie. Didn't even realize it. <laughs> We're just there, making there's, there's fun no facial expressions on each other. So... I don't know what we were talking... Echo did that. Echo, for the listener, knocked our bag of throat lozenges off the table. Echo. Scattered the contents about the floor. Mr. Echo, you are bad. <laughs> and uh, my wife is making fun of the way that I said throat lozenges. <laughs> <laughs> you Even said though throat? that's literally what they are. They're cough 
drops. Cough drops are throw lozenges. I just feel like old men say throw lozenges. Lozenge is an old person word. I understand. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm making editing work for, for you, oh, Mac. No, it's, I, all, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Do you want me to clap five times? <laughs> Why would you do that, you weirdo? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that, okay. Will that bring Ash back to life? I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't even get me started on that. Oh, okay. I will. So, no. I will get you started. <laughs> so, okay. My bleeps are uh, the sounds from Street Fighter this this season. Oh, you can to talk about your video game theories because you promised that on our Cherry Two Thousand episode and you didn't deliver. I did. I have hot takes. On you got some hot games, takes, so. so save them. Save those hot takes. I know they're hard to hold on to because they're hot. Consider them saved. <laughs> Say, put them in the Once oven. Saved, always saved. Put them on three. <laughs> Put them at 300, let them sit, they'll be good. Put them in the crock pot, they'll be fun. That was a lot of fun, man. That was a lot, was of, a fun. lot of fun. I loved it. 